Hello, I'm Kathy Duplantis. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Last week, we aired the first part of my message from my glorious conference. The title was Right, the Rights, Privileges, and Responsibilities of a King's Daughter. This is part two. Psalms 45:13 says, The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Now, whether you're a God's son or a daughter, this message will bless you. You are part of his church, his chosen glorious bride. So be filled with the love and power of God as you watch today. You know, it's time for you to recognize your divine role in God's plan for humanity. Remember, think about it. It's your rights, privileges, and responsibilities of a king's daughter. Be blessed. Over the Christmas holidays, there's a lot of people lately, they've been decorating their house with these little blow-up things. You know, you go there, there at night and they all look so nice. They're all big and shiny and firm and lifelike, some of them. Well, not really, but they're big. <laughs> and then during the day, you drive by and it's like trash is on the yard. What is that? It's just this. No breath in it. Nothing. Well, that's how we are without the presence of God. We think we look good. We think like we're shiny and like the ones at night when you turn the motor on and they're blown up. But no, if you don't have the presence of God, if you fail to spend time in his presence and get re-energized, you may think you're looking good, honey, but no, you flat on the ground. They look at it and say, who's that chick? What's that chick doing down there flat on the ground? Don't she know she look bad? Before Jesus comes into our life, we're a lot like those old balloons. That's all it really is, is a balloon. Aren't these balloons gorgeous? Yeah. On the platform, by the way, I think I, I like those up there better. They don't need a, a motor to keep them going. Needed a motor to get them in there, though, right? <laughs> but, you know, we are just, the when the presence of God fills us to overflowing, we know it. And we know when we're low. And we need to get filled up all the time, like Mark Haken says all the time, because we leak. We, we leak. Sometimes our husbands make us leak. Sometimes it's the dog. Sometimes it's the person in the car in front of you making you leak. So we all need to get filled up. And we all need to get, and we're thankful that God is forgiving and he's merciful, praise the Lord. But God wants to fill us to overflowing. He doesn't want us to get discouraged when we mess up. He wants us to know he's always ready there to fill us up. He says, when, the word says, when I fall, I shall arise. So even if we've tripped up and we've messed up, God is always ready to, pour, to breathe into you. And I believe he's doing that for you even right now filling you to overflowing, igniting. I'm telling you what, there's something about the breath of God that is so transforming. I'm just thinking about a story on myself. Okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> when I was about 17, I was, we, my mom and I lived in, we lived in this rent house along with my sisters. We had about four girls, I think, in the house. And it was cold, and I was all, I'm always one that tries to fix stuff. You know, I don't just sit back and wait for somebody else. Like, if I sat and waited for Jesse to fix something, nothing would ever get fixed. Because he's not the fixer. 
So uh, he obviously says, Kathy, give her a butter knife. She can fix anything. I think he says that just so I'll fix things and he <laughs> won't have to do it. But I remember the, it was a cold night. It got cold all of a sudden. And they had this, this heater in the middle of that hallway of this house we were renting. And I remember that uh, I knew that it had a, a, a light, a pilot light. You'd have to light it to get it going. And I, and I figured out how to do it. And so I said, I'm not going to wake up Mama. I know she's tired. Let me just light this thing. So I got the matches, and I, and I brought the matches to me, and I, uh, I had really long hair at that time. I had hair like to my waist, and thankfully I always wore it on the, in a ponytail on the top of my head because I, was turned the, I turned the gas on, and I grabbed the matches, not the best order of things to do. <laughs> and I remember putting the match, striking it, thinking, oh, oh no, striking again, and I can hear it. So I struck it again, and I said, oh, well, I'm not going to cut off the gas, because I know this next time I strike it, it'll be okay. And it did. It struck. But when it hit the, I didn't even have to get close to the heater, and boom, it woke up the whole house. I found myself sitting on my, my seat. I found myself sitting back and just, it really knocked me out. The whole house came up and to try to find out what was wrong. And it had singed all the hair on my arms. I had no eyebrows. <laughs> No eyelashes, very little, little curls around my uh, hairline from the singed hair, but no, no skin was burnt, thank God. And uh, so, I mean, it was, it's just an unforgettable thing. <laughs> it's a, I will never do that again, of course, but it just reminds me when, I'm do, when I was teaching this sermon just now, it just the thought came how often we hear this, Shh. see, God is... There's a sound of the, 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 the uh, you know, the, the switch is turned on and God is wanting to give you something. The moment you light that match, boom, something's going to happen. And you light that match by letting the fire of God flow out of you. And when you do that, it changes everything. God has some fires that he wants to ignite in this house today. You've let it go down. Maybe you've been trying to light that match yourself and you did like me. You couldn't do it. But God wants to show you supernaturally how to stay on fire all the time for him. Stay hot for him instead of lukewarm. Amen? That's what God does. He's calling his daughters to realize their value and take their rightful position in creation. God is going to show you exactly what you need to do. I know you came here for answers, and I believe you're going to get them. My third point is, it is time to take back what the devil stole and bring his evil plan to destroy God's creation to a screeching halt. I don't know about you, but I am tired of seeing the things that I see in this world today. And I'm telling you, as an army of women, we need to be gathered together and stand firm against the attacks of the enemy on our nation, on our families, and on the church of Jesus Christ. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. And the King James says, For this know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and unthankful, unholy. Verse 3. Without natural affection... Truth breakers, false accusers, incognitant. That word incognitant means unrestrained, uncontrolled, lacking self-restraint, 
unbridled, unchecked, ungoverned, ungoverned, uncurbed, unsuppressed, unfettered, uncontrollable. I think that explains what's going on, what we see all around us. Incognitive. He says, fierce, despises of those that are good. You see, you're hated just because you love Jesus. Jesus said, look, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. And so we have to still, we, we need to only wonder what God thinks about a thing, not what other people think about it. We need to be standing up for God. Amen. Verse four goes on to say they're traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. You see, I know this is so important that we hear this. We're God's glorious daughters. And I'm telling you what, when the women get on fire, the women can turn the whole household around. The women are stronger than you know. And we have been given gifts, divine gifts from God that can help lead the household the way it needs to go. We're to, especially working together. Not all of us have a household where we have a, a godly husband in the house. So, but God is going to see to it that he'll give you the answers that you need to run your house. Amen. We are in the last moments of the last days and we must make a stand for God. We must recognize the tactics of the devil and take back what he has stolen. He's already defeated by the blood of Jesus. But we, each one of us, I truly believe this. And this is why I wanted to share this portion of my message to you. Now, I don't always get on these very serious uh, type of subjects. But I just felt like God wanted us to get it on out there. You see, we must recognize the tactics of the devil and take back what he's stolen. He's already defeated but the, uh, the by the blood of Jesus. But we are strategically positioned by God. You are, each one of you, right where you're at, whether it be in your business, and there is going to always be a best, a right way, a Holy Ghost way to say it and do it. Many times it's you're just your presence for a while and you're praying and you're aware and you're handling it. Sometimes you're going to, God's going to give you the words to say. Just your holy life is a representative as well and as, and as a, as a message. But we are strategically positioned by God to enforce the devil's defeat and stop his evil plan. And that's what God wants us to know today. We don't have to just be led by, by the words that we hear on the TV or by what someone else says. We have to be led by the Spirit of God. And God, the Spirit of God is teaching us and showing us that these things are not acceptable. He's showing us that these things are a tactic of the devil to just rip the family apart. Amen? Point number four. Are y'all enjoying this tonight? Realize, realize that all of God's children are vital to God's plan for mankind. You're important to the plan of God. As a king's daughter, you have supernatural strength and explosive power to rule in life. You do. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 3. You see, most of us grew up with limitations on what we thought we could ask, whether it was our asking our parents or asking it even of ourselves, thinking, could I even do this? But as a daughter of the king, we can come boldly to the throne of God's grace 
and receive help anytime. We can ask anytime for anything. Think about that. There's no limitation. The only problem is so often we just don't. We just say, oh, I got this. That's our little phrase, I got this. No, we have to say with God, I have it. Don't do it in your own strength. You don't need to. Ephesians chapter 3, we're going to read about four verses here in the Passion Translation, starting in verse 16. This is a very familiar passage of Scripture, and we often read it in the King James. But I want you to read it, listen to it, or watch it on the screens if you don't have the Passion Translation. It says, uh, it's so powerful, in verse 16, And I pray, of course, this is Paul praying for the church at Ephesus, and it's a great prayer that we can pray for our families. He says, and I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. That verse alone, my goodness. That, that lights my fire, if you want to use that phrase. I don't even need that match. There it is. Pop. There it is. Explosion time. God's word is explosive. Think about that. Explosive power. Verse 17. Then, he says, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you. You see, you're a spirit being. You may have, you have this earth suit. But you're a spirit being. You've been created in God's image and his likeness. He is a spirit being. So, in fact, when it talks about how God breathed into mankind and they became a living spirit, he says that one uh, commentary says he became another speaking spirit, just like God. God speaks. And this is what he wants you to do. He wants you to be saying things that need to be said that will change your household that will change the city, that will change the nation, the states, the world. Somebody needs to be speaking what God is saying. Amen? Verse 17, I'll start again. I'm going to see if I can get through this. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered Anybody want to be empowered? This is how you get it. This is the formula right here. Then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences. The great magnitude of astonishing, the astonishing love of Christ in all of its dimensions. See, we can't. We say, I love you. I love that coat. I love those shoes, kids, sister, Candy. I mean, we say, I love you for so many things that we kind of lose a grip on the, the love, that agape love of God. So it's so far-reaching. Let me see where we're at. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive it is. You see, you don't have to be pretty enough for him. You don't have to fix you. You could even have lettuce in your teeth and he'd love looking at you. <laughs> have you ever been talking to somebody for like five minutes and you go away and you look in your compact and you say, oh my goodness, that's not a true friend. A true friend would say, hey, let me help you get that lettuce out your teeth. 
Jesus. So it doesn't matter what you look like. God sees you. Just the fact that you were born, God sees you. You know, just like that. How many women in here have had a baby? Let me just see your hand. So you're going to know this by experience. When that baby's born, you don't love it because of how it looks or how it smells or, or whether it has your eyes or it looks like you or not. You love it because it's yours. Right? As something, as a connection, just that eye contact, it's yours. It's just a supernatural thing that happens. Well, God loves you because you're his. And you don't have to do anything to earn it. God loves you just the way you are. But because he loves you, he won't leave you just the way you are. He wants to help you to grow into what he's, what he sees you can be. Because he knows that's where you'll be the most satisfied and blessed. Amen. Back again to the verse where I'm, I know the guys are kind of trying to follow me on the screen. Uh, uh, endless love. Can you find it, guys? Thank you. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends, transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. See, that's his ultimate plan is to fill you to overflowing with himself. The fullness of himself, every part of his character that needs to shine out through the world can come through each one of us. Now, each one of us are going to show a different side. We're all like facets on a beautiful stone. We all reflect in a different way, but it's all reflecting the power and the presence of God himself. Verse 20 says, never doubt God's, God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest requests, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. It's keeping it going. That's, that, that's what God does. It's constantly energizing you. God's endless love for you is beyond measurement. It's beyond your understanding. You won't be able to understand it with your mind. So just believe it. There's a lot of things that I just have to believe that I don't understand at all. We do this all the time. You don't know how that car runs when you put the key in the ignition. You just use it though, right? You don't know what happens when you flush that commode. <laughs> just gotta get you laughing for a minute. Know what happens to all that stuff? <laughs> oh my goodness! You don't have to understand it; you just have to believe it. Touch that little liver. There you go. <laughs> you see, he came to pour his extravagant love into you until you are filled to overflowing. With the fullness of God. So don't let, don't let the, the love gauge stop. Don't, don't just put on a little bit. You know, sometimes we have this little meter. We say, okay, that, that's enough of God. I don't need all of that. I don't have to get crazy like her. I, I just can take my, a little bit. No, God knows exactly what you need. And when you put the brakes on, you've just come short of where he wants you to go. 
So we got to learn to take our feet off the brakes, put our foot on the gas. In fact, let that cruise control go and let him set it because we're going to coast for a while. Let him do all the work. And he's going to get us exactly where we need to go. Amen. He came to pour his extravagant love into you until you are filled. Say filled. To overflowing with the fullness of God. God's mighty power is at work in you now whether you know it or not, because when his word goes forth, his power is present. The time when those people brought the crazy friends to Jesus, they couldn't get in the house because there was so many people in the room. It was, they tried to, they brought their friend that was on a paralyzed friend that was on a mat. They couldn't get through the door, so they busted a hole through the ceiling, through the roof, and they let him down. Well, the Bible says before they ever got there, the power of God was present to heal, not to heal the guy that was a sick of the palsy because he hadn't got there yet. It's all those doctors of the law that were there because the word was being preached. You see, because the word of God is being preached right now to you and you're hearing scriptures and you're hearing truth, God is imparting to you a deeper level of understanding. It's in there now, whether you know it or not. It's going to come up right when you need it. Say, I received that. I hope that you receive that too. You know, this is explosion time for the bride of Christ. It's time for us to take back what the devil has stolen and stop his evil plan. Remember, everything you could ever need in this life has already been deposited in you by God's divine power. He lavished you with every rich experience of knowing him. He actually calls you by name and he invites you to come to him so that he can manifest his goodness in your life. That's God's promise to you and you can find it in 2 Peter chapter 1. I encourage you to read it for yourself and allow God to breathe his word into you. Remember, he will ignite your heart and he will empower you to overcome any difficult circumstance that life may bring to you. Now, at this point, I want to take some time to share some glorious moments from women who experienced God's miracle working power at our glorious women's conferences. This one is from Louisiana, and it says, Before attending Kathy's glorious women's conference, I had a fibroid tumor. While she preached, God healed me. I had an MRI when I got home, and it was gone. It was a miracle. Praise God. I love that. God is so good. And a lady from California attended and she says, thank you for the glorious women's conference. I was depressed from my divorce and the spirit of depression was broken off of me. Thank you so much for this gift. And here's another one here that says, and it's from a lady in Florida that says, I was healed of heart and breathing issues during prayer time at Kathy's glorious women's conference. I also, I was also set free from oppression. Praise God and thank you. You know, God is moving so powerfully in the earth today. And I want you to know that he wants to move in your life too. So I want to believe with you for your glorious moment to come to pass. So let's pray right now. Father, I pray for every person, male or female, that old or young that's watching with me now, Lord, that you would touch them and reveal yourself to them. Strengthen them, Lord. Help them to realize that they can have a glorious moment in their life today. No matter what's affecting them, Lord, we pray that you can empower them to be an overcomer in this life. I'm so glad that you're watching and I believe that you've agreed with me and that you've received what we prayed today. Begin to expect your glorious moment. Well, stay right there because I'm coming right back after this for more of this message. God bless you.
My glorious women's conference is right around the corner. Have you made your plans to be here? It's Friday, March the 24th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, March the 25th at 9 a.m. And it's completely free and everyone is welcome. Our theme this year is based on Proverbs 31:25 that says, Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. You know, it's going to be a powerful time, so be sure to join us. You can register and get more information online at jdm.org. You know, this ministry is preaching the gospel in so many ways, and I'm so excited to tell you about my new book that is titled Suited for Success. You know, God has fitted you perfectly for an extraordinary, joyful, and blessed life. As a born-again believer, you've been divinely suited for a successful future and equipped with all the essentials that you could ever need for a victorious and prosperous life. You can find out how to order your copy of Suited for Success at JDM.org. All the information's on the screen. You know, I can't leave today's program without thanking our wonderful partners. We wouldn't be able to preach this gospel without you. You know, in Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 3, the Word of God says that Jesus wasn't alone in His ministry. Not only did He have His 12 disciples backing Him, He also had the love and support of many others which ministered to Him of the, their substance. And just as Jesus had many others that supported His earthly ministry, our many partners are also the backbone of the work that we do for God each and every day. So I want to thank you again for all that you do to help us spread the gospel all over the world. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's broadcast and I hope that you'll join me next week for another powerful message called God's Strategic Plan. It's going to unlock some new things that you need to learn about. God has a great plan for your life, so you need to find out about it and realize that it's strategic. It's for right now, so you don't want to miss that. But I look forward to seeing you right here in Studio C here at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. We'll see you next week. So have a great week. Bye-bye. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Did you know that the Lord delights in our prosperity? You gotta be kidding me. No, I'm not. My March Partner Office started where there is favor, there is flavor. How do I get that? Get your copy today at jdm.org and shout for joy and be glad. Why? Because where there is favor, <laughs> there is flavor. Don't we like the flavor? Do it today. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. When we realize that God is ordering our steps and when we're spending time in His presence, we're taking the time to put Him first in our lives, then we can know of assurance that He has a strategic plan for our lives and we can be led by His Spirit. 
and he can show us where to go. Now, it doesn't happen if you just haphazardly ignore God half the time and you just coast through life thinking that God will bless everything you do. 